Hi, and welcome to the Imagine Thought Experiment podcast, episode 3. Our topic for today is What if God does not exist? My name's Andy. Um, In these podcasts, I'm asking you to meditate with me or think through with me some big ideas about the universe, about God. Um, I'm, I'm very confused. Uh, I don't, I, I don't have any training or much to offer on these questions other than that I'm trying to think about them and you can listen in and you can help if you respond to me with your, your thoughts and your responses to my thoughts. I'm hoping that by thinking about these things, I'll clarify some of my own thinking. I think after the last episode, which was about what if we have a soul, what if God, what if uh, death doesn't exist or doesn't kill us, I'm left with a deeper understanding of my own level of confusion, how little I understand what it means, and more of a feeling that I need to just explore the idea, accept the confusion and the mystery and sit with it. Today's podcast, we're going to try and reject the confusion and the mystery in some sense and just think, what about if God doesn't exist? What if there's no one there? And uh, as is appropriate for... um, an atheist podcast. I'll start with uh, a little bit from the Bible, Psalm 22, a famous bit quoted by Jesus when he's on the cross. He says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. In my life as a Christian, I've definitely felt like that. I've felt like maybe... Maybe I felt like I was in a sound recording room where all the sound waves get swallowed by the soundproofing. I'm standing in the middle of the room saying, Where are you, God? And not even the echoes come back to me. There's a deafening silence. So what if there is no God? I hope that this will be interesting to you even if you're not a Christian. It's hard for me to come at it from any other point of view. But I want to explore it. 
from that point of view and from from a more general philosophical point of view what does it mean to say there's no god Well, I guess if we start to try and inhabit this idea and meditate on it, it means um, certainly that there's no personality that you interact with outside of the ones that you interact with in your human life. Well, I guess, I mean, I'm putting, leaving aside the ideas of of other spiritual beings other than a God figure. Let's do that. Let's talk about a world where there are no... There is no spiritual realm. It means there's no personality to interact with, who is the universe, or whatever. It means that there's no... Um, supernatural cause for the universe it means that there's no one guiding the universe supervising it means there's no one watching you like Father Christmas to see whether you've been naughty so for some people um belief in God or coming to belief in God they describe as filling um, a void um, there was a gap in their life that's filled by believing in God or by God maybe so if there is no God is there a gap or does everyone always have a gap? Which some people foolishly like to think is filled by existent, the existence of this thing which we're assuming does not exist for the purposes of this meditation. I guess if there's no God the things, the gaps that we feel in our own lives are not filled by God. So we need to interpret those gaps if we feel them at all. Either as things that need to be filled by something else. Or possibly more likely as things that we should re-examine and stop calling gaps. I mean, what is a gap anyway? It's a, a desire for something, I guess. The feeling that something's missing, I think, is a common experience of people. I know plenty of people who believe in God who feel like there's something missing. So maybe we take that aching void and we we apply it 
We call it something else. We call it the human condition. Maybe we call it something that's put in us by evolution. Not, you know, I don't mean... I'm starting to talk about evolution as if it's like a god. I mean, maybe we think of it as as part of the way our minds work because maybe it tends to produce creatures who gather more food or have more babies if they feel a lack of something maybe it's disingenuous of me to be talking about a gap when I'm talking about the lack of God maybe maybe I'm setting myself up as the only explanation can be that we need God so I'll try not to do that but I think it's worth talking about this idea that the existence of God fills a gap but I think it's it's reasonable to re-examine the gap and call it something else like urgency we do have an urgency to explore or do something or be something maybe for some people that sense of urgency is filled in by this idea of God in this world where God does not exist other things the lack of a God could mean I think for some people the non-existence of God could mean removal of guilt During the time I spent where I was genuinely convinced God didn't exist, I felt a huge lifting of guilt. And it took quite a lot of understanding after I started believing in God again. To understand that that guilt was kind of misplaced. So if we, if we take a world without a God, a lot of that guilt goes away but I think also if we take a world without God I think a lot of safety goes away for a lot of people who currently do believe in God I think a lot of people genuinely feel that some of their safety derives from the existence of God I think a lot of people also cry out to God for justice about things that are wrong. And I'll do a podcast about what if justice exists, so I won't dwell on that. Or what if justice does not exist, which might be interesting as well. But if there is no God, does that mean there's no justice? Let's talk about that. I'm trying to stay on topic. Certainly there's only the justice that we see being acted out by humans, which we know is an imperfect justice. But you know, in this world where God doesn't exist, 
calling something imperfect is a bit of a pointless thing to do because there's no uh, there's no alternative to imperfect. If perfect is an idea we've made up in our heads that doesn't apply to anything in real life calling something imperfect is a waste of words so does it then lead us to look for justice look to to be the bringers of justice it could do Does it lead us to want to tell people that God doesn't exist? I think it certainly could do. Does it change our ideas about people? For example, does it make us less likely to look for miracles? and more likely to look for practical, pragmatic solutions. Does it mean we're more likely to look for statistical tools or statistically effective tools than to look for a kind of redemption for an individual. I don't know, maybe that's going a bit far. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm extrapolating from my personal experience. Where sometimes I've, I've felt that not believing in God has led individuals to look too much at generalities and not enough at individual people and feel it's worth trying to help individuals not just push levers in society to change things for the better but to care for individuals but maybe maybe I'm generalising or maybe I'm connecting things that aren't connected it's certainly true that plenty of people who don't believe in God do all kinds of good things. And if we're coming from a worldview where we see the existence of God as a, a reason for doing good things, and then it leads us to ask, why would people who don't believe in God do good things? So what's your reasoning for doing anything if God does not exist? Well, is it much different, really? We just, we really just do whatever we decide to do. Based on whatever chemicals happen to be influencing our, the electrical patterns in our brain. And if God does not exist, do we need an explanation for our behaviour? I 
Nor do we need an explanation for anything. You see, believing God does not exist potentially could free us from a naive viewpoint that somehow everything in the world can be explained. Does it leave us unsatisfied? Certainly it leaves us with mystery. To me the biggest mystery is this huge question of why. Why is there anything why is there anything? I mean, we start with why are there laws of the universe? Why do the why are the laws there? So that some kind of quantum interaction could happen, and some matter and antimatter come into existence, or something, and explode, and, or whatever the current explanation is why I mean I think we can ask what you know what what caused the laws of the universe to exist and I think that's a big question a question that is completely sidestepped if you believe in God because you just say oh well there's God and then God did all that stuff God just becomes the word for things you can't explain. But if you're trying to get rid of things you can't explain, you're left with this enormous why. Why do the laws of the universe exist? Why do they interact in certain ways? Why, how did they come into being? And you can go on with, you know, I mean, there are things, there are things about why are certain constants certain ways in nature, but I mean, you can explain that stuff once you have, you know, like, for example, there's billions of multiverse universes and we're only experiencing the one where those constants are the right values because otherwise we wouldn't experience anything and things like that, but yeah, so we can't go too far with that, but we can go just back to the beginning and say why. Why is there anything? And, and obviously we can't answer it um, without invoking some thing which I would just jump on and say, well, that's God. You know, God is just the word for things you can't explain. So we're left without, without something which we've labelled God. We're left with something we can't explain, some mystery which we have to sit with. We also have other why questions, like why do we feel like there are good and evil and things like that. And those can probably be explained in natural or evolutionary ways and things like that. But sometimes we feel unsatisfied with that. But I think we should take a few moments now to try and properly 
contemplate the gap, that gap that is left. Not the gap that I was talking about earlier, the gap in your heart or whatever. <laughs> but the gap in our explanation of what on earth is going on. Why there is anything. Maybe we should imagine just for a second if there were nothing. And imagine how different that would be from this this universe and this world full of things. Things that are so arbitrary. And so busy. So many atoms and molecules. Such beautiful laws. Such complexity. Why? And that's where we sit. When we imagine this world with no God. We find deep at the heart of it this mystery. And because in this podcast series we're going to spend a lot of time trying to sit with mystery. That's not a problem. But it's something to meditate on. There's so much more to explore about our own response. But I think some of that will be covered in other, in later podcasts. If you want to get back to me about this podcast, please do. Um, have a look at artificialworlds.net slash imagine to find the podcast where you can make comments and there you can find links to me on Twitter and on mastodon.social and other places you can find out how to sign up for the podcast the next podcast will be about what if God does exist and then in future ones we'll talk about what if nothing matters or what if something matters or what if justice exists or what if justice doesn't exist? Or what about everything? What if everything is determined like clockwork? Or what if it's not? We'll talk about what if Jesus was an ordinary human man only? Or what if he wasn't? We'll see you next time. <laughs>